It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Let's check in with Brett the Vet of Veterinary Associates to hear more about some of his adventures with our four-legged friends. Here's Roy Hatfield. It is time for Ask Brett the Vet, where we visit with our good friend, Dr. Brett Ellis of Veterinary Associates. With our location in uh, Xenia, one mile north of the city limits, right there on US 68. And uh, Dr. Brett joining us on this Thursday morning. Doc, how are you? Oh, I'm fine as frog air. It's a beautiful day. And it's kind of, you know, Monday and Tuesday, that cold, it wasn't that cold, but boy, it was the humidity, like, it was that cold damp that gets gets into your bones that was a uh, those were some tough ones but uh boy it felt felt a whole lot better yesterday having the sunshine out and yeah not when, being so damp when i brought uh, rocky out on monday and we were outside chatting it was yeah uh, it was a little chilly oh yeah yeah so uh we're bundling everybody up and we're coming out to the car and uh we've got uh, uh umbrellas for everybody and raincoats and trying to keep everybody warm and dry that's it's going to be a challenge, I know. Come, you know, January and February, those are uh, tougher months. So, um, we'll, uh, we'll we're going to keep ahead, though. It's uh, we got to keep our employees safe so we can stay open because uh, there's just uh, you know the the demand for veterinary services now has has never been this much uh, across the country, and uh, if, if we get shut down. Um, I mean, it's going to put a hardship on Docton's and Pony Express, and the emergency centers. They're already, I think it was uh, over Thanksgiving weekend, uh, a client had to go there. Um, that was a six-hour wait. Or they oh. called. They had a dog. It wasn't a bad thing, but it was a dog with conjunctivitis, and they were concerned. And MedVet told them that they thought they should wait because there were six hours to be seen. Wow. So, yeah. So we're trying to, you know, take care of our clients and have them avoid those type of things when possible. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big demand now and people are, you know, doing a great job caring for their animals and we're, we're, you know, blessed to be in the position we are to be able to help. Just wish we had more help to, to give more help. But that's, that's, that's the challenge to try to do it all and do it well in a day. Now, when we've spoken before, I, I, I can't remember if this was last week or the week before, we talked about a, a app for your cat. Yeah. And apparently if the cat uh, meows into your phone with this app, the app could kind of basically try to translate what the cat is saying. And you have tried this with surprising results. Yeah, so we, uh, the, we had a uh, client bring a cat in that they couldn't care for anymore. They had, it had a non-healing wound on its ear and you know, they'd get treated with antibiotics and it just didn't get better. And it was just one of those days where we decided, uh, Dr. Clark had decided that, you know, I, I can, we can't put this cat to sleep. He's too, too happy otherwise. So we kind of took him into the hospital and we're trying to figure out where we're going to give him a home. So if anybody wants a really nice cat, he wants to be an outdoor cat for sure. Um, let us know. But, uh, yeah. So when he came in, he, uh, we, I recorded his meows. Um, the first two said he was in pain. Um, which he did sound like a cat, you know, in stress or in pain. And, uh, he was treated with, uh, um, pain medicine, fluids, antibiotics. Um, and about an hour later, I recorded his meow and it said, I'm in love. And, 
and then, and then later that night, so I guess he really likes the opioids. Uh, that might be another problem to take take on. But uh, just kidding, he won't he won't be able to get those <laughs> for long. Um, uh, so then later that night, we were sitting there writing up our charts, and she Deanna got him out, and and uh, he was going around the office and uh, and the front office there, and so he was meowing again. I was like, oh, well, this sounds different. What's it going to be? And and I recorded it twice, and it said, I'm hunting. I was like, oh, wow. And he did look like a cat that was hunting. He was looking for things. He was checking things out. He was going under corners. And and uh, now the downfall to this app is it doesn't tell you what he's hunting for. Uh-oh. Turns out he was hunting for a litter box as the, the later that night I was looking in my slipper and there was a cat turd in there. So, um, <laughs> you know, one of those things. So I, I, it gave me some good information. just didn't give me all the information I needed. I needed to put a cat box out for him. So that, that was, uh, that was uh, funny, but uh, uh, pretty cool. I mean, so, you know, I'm sure that there's some validity to it. And I guess you just have to uh, give it a try for yourself and see if it makes sense. See if it can help you out a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. So the uh, cat app may have some promise after all. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's going to tell you if you put the Christmas tree in the house, it's going to be knocked over the next day. That's right. Yeah. They, they will hunt right through your Christmas tree. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of our canine friends, um, a lot of uh, packages being delivered this year, and, uh, mm-hmm. of course, that means a lot of dogs barking. So uh, what do you know about uh, trying to keep the dogs from barking so much? Yeah, we, we see this a lot. You know, the, the little dog, the terrier, the the uh, Chihuahua the the uh, the Yorkies the you know the Schnauzers those guys um, they like to bark they want to alert us when there's trouble um, and, and that's one important thing to, to to know is he barking because there's somebody there or is he barking to to uh, tell you something else you know um, those are this this discussion is going to be just about the dog that barks at the door. Uh, sometimes dogs bark for no good reason, and those have to be worked up differently. Um, but when you when you have a dog that barks at the door, uh, the, what you want to start to do is um, you you do this yourself. Just knock on the door, um, and the dog barks, and then you have some of his favorite treats, two or three favorite treats, and you give him the treats uh, as he eats them. Um, you, you tell him, you know, to be quiet and he gets the treats and dogs typically don't bark while they're chewing their treats. So he learns that that's, that's the, I get a treat when I stop barking. Um, and you build from there and, and you do the treats slower and slower each time so that the period of time that he stops barking gets longer and longer. And then he starts to figure out that, Oh wait, it's okay that I bark and you're not punishing him for barking. You're, you're giving him a reward for stopping the barking. Um, and, and then once the, uh, knocking at the door gets better, then, then you go to the, the doorbell, um, if that's the trigger and, and, and it may go back to where it was, but you, you start over again and, um, um, you, uh, eventually work to where they realize that when the doorbell rings, that, that he's not coming in to murder your family. Um, he's just bringing a package from Amazon or wherever else you ordered it from. And, and, uh, he doesn't have to, to worry so much. So, um, it's, it's a really good plan to do it. Um, and, and, uh, should work for most dogs. And again, this is for the dogs that bark for when the doorbell rings or when there's a car outside. Um, 
or a truck that pulls up. Um, it, it's not going to work on the dogs that are barking because they're uh, afraid or if they want your attention to give them something. They want to go outside. You know, th- those are different kinds of barks. So um, it, it's going to depend on the situation, but that's something good you can bring up with your veterinarian. Uh, there's definitely some good fear-free ways uh, to teach your dog these things that make everybody's life better. And like you've always said, uh, you know, yelling, you know, hitting, that stuff kind of doesn't work too well. You want to kind of distract them, uh, get their attention away from the behavior that they're doing that you don't want, and, and that usually works a lot better. Yep. Distract them and reward them when they're being good. And that's the other thing is when they are being calm, that's when you want to reward them. Give them, and then they start to learn, oh, wait, when I'm sitting there being good boy, I get a treat or I get affection. Um only uh, giving them attention when they're doing something you don't want them to do doesn't help because they're trying to get your attention in that process. So um, it, 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 it can be hard. Some of these dogs are pretty smart. A lot of them are smarter than I am. So, uh, But it, it's a challenge you can work with together and get the family involved and uh, make everybody's life a whole lot better. Yeah, no doubt about that. Dr. Brett Ellis joining us as he does every Thursday at 9.30 on Real Roots Radio. And, uh, Doc, before we go, uh, there's a, a new story out about the uh, top dog and cat names of 2020. And, uh, of course, this being 2020, now we're starting to see names like Corona, COVID, no, no. and no, even please. Fauci, a no. uh, new name uh, being given to animals. Well, that's, that's interesting. I, I don't think I would want necessarily to name my pet something after this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to remind me of 2020. No, we uh, want to forget this as much pet, as we can. So, so uh, well, that's, you know, that's, that's a good thing about this country. Yeah. You, you can name your pet whatever you want. That's, to, that's yeah. wonderful. To each their own. So the top five dog names, Bella, Charlie, Luna, Lucy, and Max. You see a lot of those uh, in your... Uh, a lot of Max, a lot of occasional Lucy, a lot of Bellas. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then the cats, the top five, Luna, Bella, Oliver, Charlie, and Lucy. Hmm. We don't see a lot of Charlie. We do have a Charlie that I did, big Newfoundland I take care of. That uh, name, Their last name is Murphy, so it's Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Every time you see him, you get to talk to him like Dave Chappelle. You know? Now that's funny. Yeah, that was good. That was really good. So, so that so that's interesting. In the top five in both, you have Luna, Bella, Charlie, and Lucy. I, I huh. mean, is is it isn't that kind of strange? People naming their dogs and cats the same names. Yeah, I I would say that's not a representation of of our practice. So that that speaks volumes to the intelligence of of the people in our area. Uh, there you go. <laughs> and then everywhere else, uh, I would imagine it, maybe they got a lot of these names from Florida. Who knows? Yeah, right. That's what I was. That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> yeah. Now, be- better them than us, I guess. That's right. Uh, Nine forty-two right. in the morning. Doc, appreciate it as always, and uh, we will get together next Thursday at nine thirty. All right. I look forward to it. You guys take care and uh, uh, get out there with your dogs. It's, it's it's dry today. It's it's cold, but it's dry. But get out there and take a walk. That's right. They want that affection, and they need that exercise just That's as bad right. as we do. You got it. All, All right, right guys. Take care. Thank you. See you, man. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. There's Dr. Brett Ellis on Real Roots Radio. From the legends of the yesteryear to the fresh sounds of today, all things country, past and present, can be found at Real Roots Radio.